0: You are now now listening listening to to The War Report, Report. Wednesday Wednesday Night night. War War. 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 Room, with your host, host, Caesar Caesar Walker. Walker.
1: It's your boy, Caesar Walker. I got my
2: boys with me.
0: Mike Mike. G. -G. G -G.
2: Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development.
0: Ice Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be be real. real. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you are ready? ready? Cause we are Cause now, we are now locked, locked,
1: and locked and loaded for the Wednesday, for the Wednesday night war room. room. Let's go! War eagle and welcome to the war room. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. Happy Hump Day, gentlemen. How we feeling? Yeah, we yeah. good. We here. We here. You know, we here. We in here. Listen, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Do us a favor. Smash that like button for us. Please oh, yeah. do us a quick solid. And man, don't enter the war room without speaking. Drop a comment, man. Drop us a war eagle. Let us know where you're streaming this from. It is, is
3: kind of rude to come in the house. And it is. Up, you know?
1: Speak so. up. Let us know that you're here. So, guys, we got a lot to get to. Spring yeah. practice has been announced. It's supposed to start March the 16th. And uh we got a we got a nice little video that kinda hit Twitter and, and was released by Auburn Football. Uh these guys getting up at it early in the morning, man. Uh I'm pretty sure we all saw the video. Many of you guys may have saw the video of the guys yeah. working out, Harson actually in the weight room with these kids early in the yeah. morning. Yeah. Uh, I love I love seeing it man it was nice uh I don't know if we've ever seen that before from the previous coaching staff so it
2: Hell was pretty no. hey, it geez. was <laughs> He ain't seen a weight room since
1: 1983.
3: I mean, you so. know, Gus wasn't like really like out of Burner shape, account. but he wasn't in shape either. You know, what I'm saying like, shout out you know. to Burner, Burner Count back with another uh, with another uh, appreciate super that. love, love, love offering. That. Appreciate it. Yeah, so, appreciate it. So listen,
2: so listen this this video. Let's just talk about this video for a second. This video had me hyped. First thing, I ain't gonna lie to had me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, So I'm gonna go ahead and drop the link to that right now in the chat. In case you haven't seen it, it is your boy Harson getting jiggy with it at 5 a.m. in the morning with his guys. And and listen, and lifting for real, too. Yeah. (laughs) Like lifting for real. I was like, yo, oh, my goodness, man. I mean, when have we I mean, this is this is real symbolic of a new Era at Auburn, right? A new attitude. Like I felt, I've been on record as saying I felt like these boys were soft, right? Like I thought they were soft before. Um, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Just a brick wall to run through, a car to flip yeah, over. Absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to go Gerard Butler three hundred on these mofo's this morning after watching this video, right? Like so, um, it was, it was, it was great to see uh, that there's going to be a new attitude down on the plains, right? There's going to be a new attitude. There's going to be uh uh the harson vision, right, and uh you know it's just time to, to change turn the page changing of the guard we're we're all ready to see something new um see some consistency. It starts in the weight room with strength and conditioning, and uh I'm glad that he believes in it you know i don't I don't know if I ever heard Gus talk about strength and conditioning one time in eight years uh, you know. I right. don't know
1: if he ever did.
2: I, you know, I mean, if he mentioned it in any kind I of meaningful way. Don't know if he ever way, did. You know, right? I, I, I mean, I, insert JG Tate
1: impersonation right here. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't recall him ever mentioning that. So, right. Yeah. Right. I imagine
0: so, Gus getting up in the morning and getting up under a weight bar he got in his house, and on each end, instead of a forty-five or two, it was a clipboard on each end. Right, pumped (laughs) it the bar with a clipboard, and maybe it was like a a steel clipboard, but it was a clipboard with plays already on it (laughs) on the bar. And that's what yeah. he was lifting. That's why he clutches so tight during the game. It's just,
2: he's way, you know, it's, it's a clipboard. I, I mean, this is kind of weird, but like, I, I just imagine Gus was the type of guy that, like, just wears nothing but his visor while making love, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, man. So, is, uh, yeah, all right. So, just, just, so, so I'm I'm practice time. is supposed to start next month.
3: And, uh, what did you, you know, do? I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how these guys. It's a family like a show, man. practice Now, I don't <laughs> care whose show it is. We're talking about that on an My Family Show. I don't want to know nothing about that. Listen.
2: He was weird. He was weird. You know, that comment
0: was weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was weird for that. Take that to Orlando, buddy. The Chris <laughs> Champ, Gus. Oh,
3: man. That's funny. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. This Bars was, this- with waffles on the side. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. Listen. Harson is bringing. Y'all already starting. Y'all already starting. On the bars. <laughs> on
1: the
2: bars. Hey, I, like, I see Felix Gonzalez in the house. Uh, shout out to Felix, brand new member Felix. of the Moral Poor. We appreciate you. Hope that hoodie yeah, fits, I, Felix.
3: So, unless you change your name, Gene Williamson is a is a member, but I haven't seen him uh, chat a lot. Gene, what's up? I, unless I miss you. I'm sorry, Gene. I apologize. He's usually in the chat after Burn the account, man. We appreciate. it. Burn the
2: account, yeah. doubling up. You know what I'm saying? Listen, hey, hey I ain't mad at that. Look, hey. man, burn, burn, burn it, burn, burn it, away. Yeah. burn away, burn <laughs> away. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I just, I, I do feel, I feel good. Um. You know, the Auburn social media game is on point in the Harson era. Yeah, I man. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right. There it was absolutely. it stuff wasn't stuff bad. Before. It wasn't bad. No, it was, so, this, I mean, is,
2: this is next
3: level. I, I think, I think it's, it's not that it's, it's necessarily better. I just think the focus is different different and the energy feels different right like right. what you were right. seeing from from kids before in the uh the previous administration was them like they were running drills and they were running through plays and it's like oh you see them right. you know taking hard cut but like you seeing dudes in the gym you know putting weight together you know what i'm saying you seeing them run like you you feel like man these dudes really finna be out here beasting on people this year dog. Right. like and i know it, it's crazy to say that they're stronger already. They've been working out like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? But right,
1: like right. at the
3: same time, the energy. I don't, I don't know if that's beautiful editing or if it's really like you can feel an electricity in that in that room. It just feels mm-hmm. different, man. Watching that hey, video Chad from previous Morgan. years. Chad, appreciate you, oh, man. man, Good man. You welcome, welcome, Chad. Welcome,
0: welcome. I, I don't know if it's okay. So before the guys were in there, like we've seen workout vids from the from the the actual Auburn football accountant but the difference was it didn't start with the guy in charge in there lifting the weights. like that's that's an example you know what i'm saying like right that's 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 the difference right there that, that i feel like was missing the guy at the top is setting the tone for everybody at the bottom and i'm glad yes, that's that. now that's way different though you know yeah. what i'm
3: saying like i don't i don't know how early gus got to the facility but he definitely didn't hit the weight room when he first got there
2: hey listen man uh if you're talking about excellent leadership right um You know, uh, talking about a guy who practices what he preaches, right? Oh, listen, Uh, uh, you know. Hopefully, the merch is making it to everybody uh, here. Uh, There was some weather over the last few days, so I know some things got slowed down. Uh, You know, Felix, I hope you got your hoodie. Um, You know, we're we're watching you guys who are ordering stuff and and representing us. We really appreciate that. Um, um, Send us
3: them pictures on social media. Add us and
1: see the stuff,
2: man. Yes, add us, please. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but, you know, talk, talk about practicing what you preach, yeah. right? Like, I mean, you know, getting in there with your guys and, like, I can't imagine if I was a player and my coach came in for real, for real and hit the weights with us, you know. And he was uh, doing and, drills, too. Like, he was right. on the ropes. Like, he was out there yeah. actually working out mm. with them, bro. Like, that's said different. 29 days. He said 29 days till spring practice start. Let's go, right? So, um, you know, we have a start date for spring practices, you know, uh, middle of March, I think you March sixteenth. Yeah, and so it's good. It's going to be really, really exciting to see what he can do with these guys. Um, you know, uh, they'll 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 cut it off. They'll 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 cut it a little bit before practice, so they can get ready for for, uh, for for a practice schedule. Right. So you move from weights to kind of a practice schedule, and then they'll go back to weights after uh, for summer workouts all the way up until fall <sighs> too So they still have a significant amount of time <laughs> to <laughs> put some serious mass on. <laughs> I think this is as excited as I've been since Harson actually got hired. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I think this is yeah. as excited as I've been since he's got hired. Uh, I think they're on the right track. They seem to be selling the right things. And the kids who stayed are buying it. Yeah. Yes. Kids who stayed are buying it. So just my feeling. But yeah. New sheriff yeah. in town.
1: Yeah, man. and And, and again, Something that he said, he's in the video. You can see him talking about championships, and you can see him drilling that into the kids. And he's saying everything we do matters. So you see the intentionality with this coaching staff, and the fact that everything they do has an agenda. It has a, it has an end game and an end
2: goal. Well, right, he said if we're gonna play for championships, everything we do matters. Love. Well, that is a line for your ass right there. Yeah, yeah, we're going to play for championships, everything we do matters. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm glad that that's the attitude that he has. I'm very impressed now. Like, I got to say, if we weren't going to go get a big name and this was the guy, so far, I'm sold. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So far, even if he does not, even if he wins eight games in year one, I will be satisfied. If that's all he can deliver in year
3: one. I, I've been harping on it, man, but it's mentality, right? Like you just the, the, the mentality that you bring to the position, um, it has to match the energy that you want people to have on the field. And there, and there's a level of intensity that you just don't see from certain coaches, right? Like I imagine, you know, some of the better coaches like orion Ryan Day. Like, I feel like Ryan Day is like that up at Ohio State. He feels like a really intense guy that demands some very high-energy, high-performance things from the kids that come to Ohio State. Um, Nick Saban's not, like, an energetic guy, but he's intense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in, right. you can feel the intensity of, like, he had— it, Nick Saban has this confident arrogance, um, the quiet arrogance, what I really want to say about him, that that permeates throughout his team. Like, uh, yeah, we're going to win, and what? Like, right. that's what—we're we're supposed to do that. Like, we're not, right. not—I'm expecting mm-hmm. to win every game. I'm not shocked at at success, Right. Brian Harson has inherited a team or a program that I think needed a personality to say, look, it ain't going to be the same. Right. And right. we have to be better than this. If you're not willing to be better than this, you can't play for me. Right. And he had to change the mentality of what people were doing about details and the little things that make a difference when he gets to game day. And I love every bit of the energy I see coming from it, man.
2: Yeah, love for it. sure. For sure. Yeah. Like listen, if that's not what's going on, they're doing a great job selling it. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I I've ever him. been this excited about February. Right. At Auburn. Yeah.
0: Facts. Like
2: that's just, just
1: that's just, just speaks it speaks about the energy, man. Usually we don't get excited till midway through March I, or I April think- with the new coaching staff.
3: I haven't been this excited about Auburn football since being a student at Auburn. I'll say that. Like it was a different energy when you were a student down there, especially when we were down there because we were actually good. Right. So like you, you felt like, all right, the next season, we finna come out here and dominate again. Um, yeah, I haven't been this optimistic about the program. Now, again, we right. can we're going to dive more into the schedule as we get closer and 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 give some sort of predictions for what we feel like the actual outcome of these games are going to be. But I haven't been this excited about the direction of the program in a while, and I think it's a, a lot is attributed to uh, him put. It started with him putting together what I think is a quality staff. Yep. and right. then just hearing him talk consistently about the demeanor and the the uh the type of mentality he wants to bring to the program mm. yeah i'm sold on it man i'm sold on it again i don't know how that translates to wins or losses in the first season but for me it's more important that the program is in a good direction mm. and i think we're we're off to
1: a good start so guys with spring coming up starts march 16th in your opinion, and then what we want to do is we're going to start talking about position groups leading up to spring. We're going to start talking about who we think could could be in playing rotation, make an impact. What are some things that you, in order for us to ha- to be considered a successful spring, what are some things that needs to happen this spring? You know, and I'll I'll start with the usual. I just I'll knock out I'll knock out two of the obvious ones. Uh, we don't need significant injuries to key players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially at areas where we already are kind of challenged that with depth. Like Tank needs to needs to stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. guys along our O line who are projected to start, they need to stay healthy. We we've seen what an injury, a devastating injury or two, can do to our O line, so they need to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, and I think I want to see Bo Nicks get pushed. I want him, I want them to have the fear of God Mm -hmm. in him that I have to perform and play in order to be, shout out Terry, Uh, I want, I want there to be some solid competition at the quarterback position. I don't necessarily think that Brian Harson has to name a starter because something that he said from day one is you can do it right now, or you can do it right. And whether it's hiring new members of his staff He's taking this time to get the right guy. And I think when it comes to quarterback, I think he's going to take a similar approach. And I think he wants to see how these guys carry themselves into summer workouts, into fall camp. And I think he's going to make his decision later on as opposed to the end of spring. So I just want to see some solid quarterback competition. And I want it to be kind of a neck and neck race between Bo and if it's Demetrius, bring it on. Like, I I just want to see good competition there. But what about what about you guys? I'll, I'll start with you, B.
0: What I want to see is I hope we get a middle linebacker identified from the spring. We 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 don't need a QB starter. We need a middle linebacker starter for real. Like I, I we 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 saw how badly that went when we didn't have just a, a a a dog in the middle of that linebacker core and I want that. I want that right now. Um I'm not so uh I saw somebody say uh offensive tackle I think we are going to go after a transfer or two. So we pro, I don't think we work that out till the summer. I don't think the offensive line gets okay. worked out until the summer because we still got some people to bring in. But middle linebacker, I want, I want to know who that is. And I want them to get in the middle because they're going to have some, some, some defense play call and defensive play calling responsibilities more than likely. And yeah, that, that's what I want to get identified in the spring. Yeah. Um, I, what you got? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it, the, the offensive line is going to be
3: the biggest thing for me. If we can solidify what we're going to have up front, um, I, I just want to see that unit. You know, I, I have high. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I have very high expectations for the offensive line to play better because we have more experience along that group this year than we had last year. Um, barring some injuries uh, to guys, that unit should be gelling. They played better as the season progressed, and I mm-hmm. think that we have a quality offensive line coach, right, that can can get us in a good position to, to to make some strides there. I really want to see that offensive line gel and come out of spring with uh, significant uh, improvements over last year. We got to start in a better yeah. space on that uh, in that unit. And I think the second thing I want to see is us developing that second level of of whatever it is like the the, the second unit for Auburn needs to be better. Right. So I want to sure. see us get our preparation to a place where we are more than one deep at key positions. That's quarterback. That's running back. That's whatever it is. Right. Like we um, can't receiver, just lineman. be. Yeah. 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 We can't just be. Uh, have I heard anything about Brandon Council being hurt? I don't know if he I ever never. fully recovered from the injury he had last
1: season. So
3: um, I don't. it's know either
1: him or Broham. I think. I don't, either one of those two are not expected to be playing this spring because one of who had the more serious injury was it council council did. Yeah, I think he was. I don't he was think out. he's expected to be back for spring. Yeah. I think he's on. I think he's on pace to be ready to play by fall, but I don't know about spring. So.
3: So, but yeah, like I said, the the big thing for me is just developing our depth is going to be a huge, uh, like, how are we going to concentrate on the next man up mentality that has to happen for those other guys so that we are able to be more consistent across the board, even with injuries is going to be a big uh, thing for me in spring. I don't know what's going to be the indicator of that other than once we get to a day, um, there looks to be something uh, solid across the board on both sides of the ball, but we'll definitely, uh, I want to see that coming out of the spring.
1: Um. Good comment here They people want to see a pass rush. Um, yeah. One of the things that I thought about, I want to leave it up to the fans, but um, here we got Jonathan, shout out to, to to Jonathan Harris, part of the family. He wants to see two dogs on the inside because we, we're going to, in our yeah, base defense, we're going to have more linebackers. So he wants yeah. to, who's going to, who's going to step up and assert themselves, basically. Yeah. Um, Demary also says more flexibility. But, yeah, Mike, you, you got any ideas? What you How, how you feeling, man? People, uh,
2: someone commented development, development, development. But what do you got? Uh, I just wanted to see what kind of offensive identity we're going to have. Mm. Right? It's just offensive identity. What kind of offensive football team are we going to be under Brian Harsin? Uh, You know, a lot has been made of his offense and the many types of sets that he runs. We're going to see a, a lot more pro-style stuff. Um, yeah. You know, are we going to be a run-play-action team? I feel like that's primarily – how we've been successful over the last eight years is run the ball first, hit them over the top, you know, um, and, you know, what is that going to demand of everybody offensively, right? What is it going to demand of the running backs? What is it going to demand of the offensive line and and, and the receivers? And, and and obviously what is it going to demand of whoever's going to play quarterback? Right. So yeah. um, I just want to kind of move on from the discussion. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about it later, but about, uh bow and like you know what whatever's happening there right like I just think you know at the end of the day um harson has got to figure out I think I don't think that he can find an offensive identity until he's established who his quarterback is right that's gonna have a lot to do with it so yeah um I'm just I'm just feeling like uh you know what uh who steps up right again offensive identity right like you know how how are we going to incorporate these receivers into the passing game i saw a question earlier that just talked about you know what do we expect out of receivers this year i think just more how about that right. i'm going to keep it simple we just expect and,
1: more and and i'm 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 eager to see how we utilize the tight ends in the passing game. Right. If we actually mm-hmm. do that, because that's something that was not done in the previous coaching right. staff. So I, I really want to see like, again, I believe the wide receivers will get shine, how they use them in the intermediate routes, but I really want to see us use our tight ends. I want to see Luke Deal. I want to see a few other of those guys actually catch plays. I mean catch passes as opposed to just being used as blockers. And right. the, we know they're going to block, but we want to see them
2: being utilized in the passing game. Hey, can we make defenses defend the whole field for a change?
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Right? Absolutely. Like, you know, when you talk about tight ends and receivers and all this stuff, it's just, can we just make people defend the whole field? Auburn gets right. on. You're not just guarding the edge. You're not waiting on the jet sweep, Right? Like, you're not. Right. You don't and, and know and what we're going to do. That's
3: what crippled us against the good defenses. Um, Georgia and Alabama and Texas A&M came into those games ready to make sure that those little— uh, gadget and edge plays we're not going to beat them like they you were going too to much we're going to yeah you were going to beat them they got too you're much beat speed beat them in the middle of the field and we refused to do that so it was just like all right yeah. well, we're just going to keep doing what we're supposed we normally do and we just need to block it better and it's right. like we mm, at some point in time you've got to make them be, be honest right you're right um and and i mean a part of that was because our offensive line wasn't great a part of that was just because the the system didn't allow for it and then another portion of it is I don't know that the um, just the, the confidence of the team to be able to execute some of those things was there. Uh, so there, there were a lot of issues that we needed to address along the offense that we have to get shored up in the fall. Um, and, I, and again, I think a lot of it just starts with, like um, Mike said, what is going to be because can someone tell me what our offensive identity was last year? I couldn't right. tell you, you know, we had some legitimate. First go-to guy weapons and none of those guys seem like they were the focal point of a game plan right right that doesn't make sense there's no there makes no sense that you have a guy who could be a Heisman candidate at running back and the game plan isn't get that guy the ball in some kind of way whether it's running it whether it's running back screens you got a guy in Seth who is a possession receiver and you got third down and six why aren't yeah. we figuring out a way to scheme to get him open? We've got a right. guy who's the fastest guy in college football, and we need to be able to take the top off the defenses. How are we not scheming ways to get him the ball down the field more? Like, I just don't understand that. I don't know right. what the philosophy was uh, going into the game. So it's hard for me to understand what the identity was supposed to be. So hopefully we can
0: establish that
2: early. Well, we were, run, we, were we were. a one-read offense. We know that. We know, you know that from our interview with We had a one-read quarterback. That's the problem. Well, No, but we knew that from our interview with Chris Todd. He talked about it. He did, but also,
0: we have watched our offense from last year in film like group us four together and gone there, 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 and he did none of it. There was was never – I think it was simplified. It was was reduced to one read because he couldn't do what was available to him on on the plays, so they had to simplify it because they would determine – to let Bo be the quarterback—that's what it was reduced to. I don't think that's what they would have wanted to do if we had started with a quarterback who can make
2: sound decisions and was fundamentally sound. No, I disagree. I think it was always that way. That's all system. Then you got nothing to do with Bo. That's system. That's what the that, system was teaching us. That's what Chris said. He did. Right, but Chad Morris was, was not the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I, so, yeah I, I think.
3: I think Chad again. If I if you go back to the Kentucky film um, and you look early, even in um, the Georgia film, you see. They wanted to do some different things offensively. Like, if you go to Kentucky, the offense looked complete from game to game, it looked different. The Kentucky film, there it was did. different routes. There were different things that they were attempting to do offensively. I just don't think, number one, the offensive line was blocking well enough for some of those second read, uh, passing concepts to even open up. Right. Number two, I don't know that Bo was being, um, Patient enough to allow some of that stuff to happen on a consistent basis. So I think that they decided to scale back the offense because they didn't have a full spring to install all that stuff. They decided to scale it back and go to some of the more simplistic—I hate to call it simplistic, but it's it's what it is—passing concepts that were under the guts that were they were already familiar with. So they just went back to more familiar things to make it easier for the offense to go faster. um, But it just made it more predictable. Um, So yeah, I just I, I, I don't think. Uh, And and we're probably going to have similar problems if we have a truncated spring um, coming up this year with trying to install a new offensive. It's going to have to be a simplistic form of it in order for the team to be able to run things fast as opposed to they call a play and they're like, I don't remember what we're supposed to do on that play. And people are doing all you're you're you're
1: getting into my third one is that we are able to install our offense and defense for that matter, because right. these these coordinators want to do different things from the previous coaching staff. So as much as we can get the offense and defense installed, the better, because we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. It could be a shortened spring. We just don't know. Yo, what's up? This your man, Ike Jones with The War Report, and you've been listening
3: to The War Report Wednesday Night War Room. If you want to get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there, Facts and All, The Weekend Tailgate, our player interview series, Building report Going Strong. All right, enough of that.
2: Let's get back to the show. I, I appreciate this comment right here, right? Like, um, uh. The- you know, just again, more balance, more of our athletes on the field. Right. Yeah, right. You know, you know, you know, sending these recruiting hot, you know, uh, quality tight ends and then sending them out there for four years to block. Yeah. Right. Or be decoys. Right. Like, or you know, um, so. So I appreciate to that. miss you know? Yeah, and you know, yeah. and, and, and to that comment, you know, because I know that Felix likes Gus, you know, um, we don't hate Gus, man. We, we don't hate him. Right. You know, but I, I think that anybody can essentially look at that, you know, what we saw yet last year and say there were some opportunities that were missed because we didn't use more of the field. I just hope that Bobo can put something in that uh, 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 gets the balls to playmakers in space and shows us creates playmakers guys who may you know. not have gotten shine in the previous system that are this now this is fact right oh for sure for yeah, sure yeah. this is a film was for a waste <laughs> man he was good enough to make sure. an NFL roster he was good enough to throw he, should for a four yeah. he should have been a first rounder he should have been a first rounder when it
1: was all said and done yeah,
2: yeah
3: so and this this is what's going to be interesting for real is um you know as much flack as we've given Bo over the 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 years here um it is going to be his third offense that he's going to have to learn. So I don't question Bo's football acumen. Shout out DJ Strick. What I what I do question about Bo Nix is his game time uh, composure in the pocket. Right? Like I, I think he understands what's supposed to be happening in the plays in on the play. I just think sometimes his comp he allow he gets too jittery back there, and that and a lot of that is because the offensive line was not blocking well early in the season. Right. So he's just like, listen, right. I I only have like two and a half seconds in here at most and i'm out right he's like one mississippi two mississippi all right i'm peace because somebody's definitely coming free um but
1: and he instinctively has always played that way he's always he's always played ready to leave the pocket that is
3: the whole conversation about fundamentals and and what you do is you're going to revert to what is the most instinctive thing for you you know fight or flight is just a reality of human or, or of animal species right like Something happens. Stimuli happens. You're going to either take off running or you're going to fight back against it. Bo's natural instinct, and it sounds like I'm calling him scared and I'm not, is to take off running because
2: his athleticism has been the way that he's that's gotten been his out strength. of situations. That, But that's right. But that's
1: been his strength. Right.
2: That's been right. his strength. Well, well again, uh, if you haven't watched our part two of our interview with Chris Todd, I just highly recommend you go watch that. He explains all this very clearly. Correct. And he was a quarterback. And, you know, he explains, like, listen, it is not abnormal when a 260-pound man is running at you at 4 or 5 speed to want to get out of there. Right. Right. Yeah. To be clear, right. that, that flight response is normal. I asked him, right. I said, how, how do you, right? Yeah. I think it was Caesar asked the question, how do you – Right. Train a guy to sit in the pocket when that's happening. He said the only way to do it is to rep it, right. which is mm-hmm. why I hope better coaching. Right? You know, they're coaching like, listen, man, you gotta sit in this pocket. I when I watched film of the true freshman that Harson started in 2019, you know, I saw him stand State in game? the pocket. The yeah, Florida State the, game. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, stand in the pocket and take some hits and deliver the football. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, uh, you know, he was a fairly athletic kid. I mean, he wasn't as athletic as Bo, but, you know, he could he got out and made some plays with his feet, you know, and he stood in and and took a lot of uh, hits and delivered and tried to deliver the football. Bo's going to have to do that. Or, you know what? Forget Bo. Anybody who's our quarterback is going to have to do that. Yeah. Right. Right? Like whoever's quarterback is going to have to do that. So hopefully, you know, starting with Bo, we start teaching that. And it just starts getting done better. I, I, that's that's where I'm at about it. I, I, I think that um, they just got to start repping the right thing. This is the whole thing. This is the whole thing for
3: me with Bo Nix. It's not about his talent level, and I, I keep screaming this over and over. He has he his arm talent is there. He's yeah. got the athleticism. He has the the football acumen and IQ to be able to execute. He's just not consistent. He is right. not consistently able to. De- it, I, it's like. I made the analogy. I don't remember if I made it on the show or if just talking with Mike. It's like, you know, a kid has a 40 foot vertical leap, right? Like he's capable of bouncing at to 40 feet, right? However, when it's time to call upon that ability, he's only hitting 20 consistently, right? Every right. now and it's like my daggone internet signal here. I pay for this high speed internet and don't hit all the internet speeds as opposed to on a consistent basis. Why am I paying for all of this internet, but I'm not getting it? It's time. Listen, if I'm not going to get the Internet I paid for, I need to change Internet providers, plain and simple. And I'm not saying Bo Nix is incapable. I'm saying I need to see it consistently before I say he's my guy. Right. Okay. And right now. I'm shopping Internet providers and apparently Auburn shopping Internet providers, too. We're gonna right. get into that.
2: I'm gonna go back to a comment, right? Because I I've been reading this and I just want to address it. Right, this whole yeah. thing. There is absolutely zero comparison between Jason Campbell and Bo Nix. Well, not zero. It's a, none. The, 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 what you're none.
3: trying to compare the two? It, it's not. It's not an equal comparison. Like right. yes, right. they've changed no, coordinators zero. consistent. No, there is a comparison. They've changed coordinators consistently every year. There is, and Yeah, their quarterback yeah. are Auburn there are two points that's of comparison it. and they I have right. not reached their ceiling right so there We're are right. points of comparison the thing is is a, a lot of more nuance to it <laughs> right what contributes to it is completely different and that's right. where people are missing right it up.
2: okay so let me put it this way um uh uh, uh jason had worse coordinator problems than Bo has. yes he did facts yes he had worse coordinator sure. problems than Bo has. right uh 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 Bo has more I struggle to say this, but he has more competent um uh coaching on offense than Jason had, right? What what all all what clicked for Jason was about speed of the game. Right. Yes. What clicked for Jason was about speed of the game. He never had yeah. issues setting his feet and squaring his shoulders and deliver he never had mechanical issues that Bo right. has, right? So he didn't have a lifetime of bad habits to unlearn.
0: So again, yeah.
2: to me, there's just no comparison between the two and what their actual issues are, right? That's all I'm saying. I'm sick of hearing the the. And this, I'm not trying to uh, the, to knock what Sean is saying. I'm just saying, like, listen, I just I filmed every single one of Jason Campbell's college practices, and I'm telling you, he had no mechanical issues, none. He always threw a good ball. Borg just taught him how to read defenses, and, and the game slowed down for him in his fourth year. If that's what we were talking about, I would be super high on both. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I would be sitting here waiting <sighs> for that thing to click. That's what I was expecting from year one to year two. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen yeah. because when you go back and you look at the, the tape, it, it was it, there is a and I, I'm going to I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna keep saying it until people understand it, right? What Bo has is primarily our accuracy issues. Right. He is not yeah. an accurate thrower of the football. And it's because his fundamentals are inconsistent. That's 100% why. Offensive line has nothing to do with it. And then after the Super Bowl, people kept making this asinine comparison between Patrick Mahomes and Bo. And see, see, look, any quarterback looks bad when their offensive line doesn't block. And I'm like, did we watch the same game? I just watched Patrick Mahomes hit dudes right in the forehead with the football under the most duress I've ever seen any quarterback. In a
0: headlock with a knife in his back and his arm in the sling and still hit the dude on the forehead. To be clear, he still looks good under pressure. <laughs> yes. With no clues. Unreal pressure. I haven't seen unreal pressure like pressure. that probably since right. Cam was getting hounded by Von Miller in 2015. It was unreal. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah like, it did look like that Super Bowl. Yeah. And Cam didn't yeah. look that good because yeah. he's not Patrick Mahomes. Right.
2: right. And so right. That,
3: that actually is a better comparison because Cam Newton Cam. has fundamental throwing issues that he reverts to when he's under pressure. So Cam Newton in that yeah. Super Bowl against the Broncos— Facts. And Bo Nix last year in the Georgia game, right? Like you can compare those two things because they look eerily similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, look, the people have that side by side of Patrick Mahomes th- throwing, you know, laying sideways and then Bo Nix throwing laying side. Look at the end of where that play was. Well, <laughs> <going. laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Where
0: did the football go? You. <laughs> right.
3: was Patrick what? Mahomes almost threw a touchdown. I had to do caught that, that had been a touchdown. Yeah. Right. That was not the, the end of the play with Bo was not close to a touchdown. So but again, you
2: know, it's if- similar but it's not a good comparison. If, if you watch Patrick Mahomes play, right, you you'll know he does some amazing things when he has to, but he doesn't throw off his back foot just because. Right. right. When you watch right. him play, if he's doing that, there's a necessity to do that to deliver the football. You know, I just don't think a lot of the people who are, are, are saying the offensive line is going to fix all his issues. I don't think they've watched the tape. And if they have watched the tape, they, they don't understand what they're looking at. We had a guy in our comment section while I was I went out to the woods with my girl for uh, Valentine's Day and there was no Internet out there. So every once in a while, a message would pop in from YouTube. So and so left a comment. And, 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 and this dude was in here talking about how, you know, again, stating stats for some reason is hating on Bo Nix. Right. Yeah. And I, just, I,
3: I listen. I hate people saying that we are hating on. Yeah, like, hating I, on. I don't bring anything but a factual argument to, like that's not hate, bro. Like that's just. It is what it is. What today, is today Wednesday? That's a yes. factual thing, right? Am right. I hating on the week to say it's the middle of the week?
1: Yeah, ah, man, you hating, bro. What you what you mean? It's
3: just right. it's, it's it's just. I mean, we on
1: the second half of the week practically. Right, it's Wednesday. It's the middle right. of the week. I don't know but, what else to tell you.
2: Right. Okay. So here, here's what here's what I here, y'all, y'all got to my
3: name change here in a
2: second. To again, go basically again. No, Chris Todd agreed that there are things that need to be fixed that don't have anything to do with the O line. So that we're clear. Right. He agreed on that, right? What we agreed, right. well, where, where we part ways, were like, you know, hey, is this fixable? He <laughs> seems to think it's fixable. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree with him, right? Yeah, I, I'm just saying that that's a mu- based on what Chris told us, that is a much taller hill to climb.
0: Yeah,
2: and the fan. one J- Jason K- Campbell had to climb, unlearning hey. a lifetime of how you've been setting your feet, it's not mm-hmm. easy to do. And, 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 and here's the thing. I, I, I got this clarified, too.
3: Again, the only reason we talk about Bo is because he's the quarterback.
0: He's a quarterback. Right?
3: <laughs> he touches the ball every offensive play unless they go to some sort of wildcat thing. Right. Number one. Number two. How many other players have we seen two years of tape on to be able to talk about that are coming back to play this season? There aren't very many, so we—it's right. going to be unbalanced until I get some more tape on some other guys that I can talk about. Right, that's right. just the unfortunate reality of being the guy who is going to be the the focal
1: point of the offense and being the most tenured starter. That's and, not hate. that's just real. And the guy who's responsible for his lack of development—we've addressed him already.
0: He's gone. Right. Yeah, he's
2: gone. So right, now right.
1: that leaves us with Bo. Are you going to get better?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And that's and, so, and that's, that's what I am going to be say. saying. That's question. Yep. And, and that, that that gets us back to what we've learned again, which is what we want from the channel. What we want for you as the fans is education. I've learned so much about the the technical aspects of playing online from from listening to our interviews. I've learned about playing quarterback from listening to our, our player interviews. I've learned about what was going on behind the scenes of the program from our show with uh, J.G. Tate, somebody who knows this program better than back. almost anybody putting right. all that together. It really made me and I think all of us go. Dang. It Bo has issues, but that's There's not lots whose that's responsibility it was right. to make sure that he was at his best. There was a and guy who had that plenty job. of flack to that guy.
3: If man. you watched us last oh, season Lenti. during the season, uh, we gave plenty of the flack. The
2: last of that two guy. seasons, I
1: was I was right. screaming, "Cut the check!" Before they finally cut the yes. check, so like so, guys. Yeah, like, that, yeah. yeah. Thing, it was if on. you've watched us, <laughs> cut the check was a hashtag that we had during the
3: season. <laughs> we didn't say "bitch bow" was the hashtag. We said "cut the check." Right. right.
2: Okay. So the the last thing I'll say on this before I don't say his name again for the well I can't. But come on, man. you know, come like, on, no, It's a it's a topic later, so it's going to come up. But like the the um, the idea that some people think now that Gus is U- at UCF that Bo is going to flee to UCF, I think that that is the one of the worst ideas ever. I honestly do. I think that he needs to stay, and I hope that Harson can fix it. I really do. I, you know what? I'm going to say it again, just in case anybody's watching this on on replay. I hope Harson can fix it. I right. really do. You know, yeah. I think it will be one of the because gr-
3: because he, he's talented. Right. Like, yeah, dude, he's like talent. again, it's so frustrating because Bo has so much. much. Like I've I've I sat there and I've seen him throw some of the best. But I'd like like again, I talk about this all the time. The pass in the Iron Bowl his freshman year to Sal canella was one of the best throws I have ever seen a quarterback make. Mm-hmm. The pass he made to Seth Williams in that game. Seth made a remarkable catch because he was being held, but Bo couldn't have put that ball any better. I've seen him make amazing throws when he sets his feet and rips it. I just need to see him do that consistently. <laughs> that was the hashtag. Cut the check. Appreciate Don- you. Jonathan, sorry, I'll it. <laughs> it's a perfect time to do that. Listen, uh, uh, we off that, man. We got other stuff we got to talk about. Listen, listen. Before, I, before, before you
1: minute, go, before... Wait till we criticize Bowen after he improves. If we still criticizing him and he's improved, then we're hating. But until then, we're going to call it how we see it. That's what hating is. So let's move on. Let's move on. We got some other things to talk about. Uh, Recruiting news. Yeah. All right. It's been word on on the curve. Auburn's been talking with the transfer QB from Oregon. Tyler (laughs) Show.
2: This is why I said uh, I couldn't move away.
3: From some, like, uh, uh, when I looked up his name on uh on the internet, it said it was pronounced Shuck. And I was like, is that what that is? I don't know. But anyway. I've heard people call him Show.
1: I've heard i heard people call him Show. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Tyler Show. Shuck. But yeah, he was like 64% completion percentage last year through 13 touchdowns, six interceptions through seven. That's, I, think seven that's, I think they played seven games. Numbers.
2: Yeah. Uh QB we, we rating of one
1: sixty. So Guys, I mean, uh, and and again, I, I, now here's what I did. Here's what I did. I went perusing through message boards for mm-hmm. Oregon Ducks, and I wanted to see were they panicking or were they like, yeah, he can go, right? And I didn't see a lot of panic. Um, he got benched for I can't think of the kids, and I think it's Brown is his name in the bowl game.
2: Yeah, in the Fiesta Bowl. The f- yeah, the festival, yeah. Yeah. After the
1: first drive. Um. And I believe he, either he or the 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 fan base, have their eyes on another guy who was going to take his place. And it, apparently, Tyler Show saw the writing on the wall um, on the in the bowl game. I, I, I think that he he's a pro style quarterback. He could fit in this offense. Um, he he's, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of the bad habits that Bo has. But one of the things that the fan base talked about is they didn't think he was a fit for what they was trying to do up at Oregon. And he had us, he had a sense when mentally he would be out of it at times. Like he would just, he would get down and he would just be kind of, it'd be tough for him to kind of bounce back, I guess, from mistakes and whatnot. So those were some of the things that I was hearing from the fan base, but a lot of people were saying that he does have an opportunity to be successful um, wherever he goes, depending on, you know, given the right coaching. So yeah, what are you I guys think- thoughts on this? Honestly, he's Bo Nix, right? Like he is,
3: his stats scream Bo Nix. He is average in his completion percentage. Uh, It's clear that he has not been developed into whatever system that he's going to be playing. But what I find interesting is that they're even courting a quarterback quarterback. to come in as many quarterbacks as we have on the roster right now. To me, that says that they are trying to bring somebody else in to compete. And so that either means that I haven't evaluated anybody. Everybody's getting a fresh start, and I liked what I saw from this dude because I was up in the the upper uh, west and 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 could see him play more consistently. So I want to bring him down here and compete. Or I'm not sold on any of the guys that I have on my roster, which me to me to me means as well somebody's going to be transferring soon. Like right? yeah. one of these guys is not going to make it because uh, right. why why would I stay? He's got three years of eligibility left. Right. So if he comes in and he's and he wins the job. He could be here for the next three years. Right. right. So I I don't know. I I just think that it's telling to me that they are still looking for people to compete for that position.
2: Yeah, I would say that um, uh, even though by the numbers he's kind of equal to Bo, uh, in one category he is significantly better than Bo, and that's when under no pressure he completes 70.7% of his passes, which is markedly better than Bo. He is also much better when being blitzed. About eight percentage points better than Bo when being blitzed. Um, and uh they're about the same when under pressure. So yeah. if you can when you do protect him, he'll burn you. I mean, that's what that's what the advanced statistics say on, on this yeah. kid. But the, right? the, like, the thing that I don't
3: think he has is Bo's athleticism. Like he just no, he's 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 a pocket
1: QB for sure. Yeah, right. yeah.
3: And so right. he's my, my thing team. about it is you know, if you're if we're comparing com- comparing him to Bo is that the question is, are Bo's fundamental things fixable? Because if they are, he's clearly the better quarterback. I don't even think it's a competition because, again, I've seen Bo at his best be amazing. I've never seen this other kid play, so it's not really fair to me to say he can't be amazing. I've seen Bo be amazing. He's done amazing things on the football field before. For, right? sure. <laughs> For sure. He's done a ama- Come on, you, you can't tell me that play against Texas A&M wasn't amazing. You can't tell me what he did in the Alabama game, avoiding like three guys. He didn't pick up with six yards, but it should have been a 10-yard sack. Wasn't amazing. You can't tell me those throws that I just outlined for you were not amazing throws. I've seen Bo Nix be amazing, not just good, but wow, that was amazing on the football field. That's a fact. Like, if we're talking facts, that's a factual statement. Now, you cannot debate that.
1: He's waiting on
0: you to finish.
3: That's fine, but I'm saying like whatever you want to say, you can't debate the fact Shout that, out that those the were Cassius amazing plays. Away.
0: If if I if I, I mean, put all Bo's amazing plays together, that's like one full game of a perfect game.
3: That's fine. But again, my, that's my frustration with him though. I didn't say Bo was an amazing player. Right, I right, said you Bo, I've seen Bo you be said amazing. Was,
0: I'm just yeah. saying they are there. I'm I'm saying that to preempt my, whatever Mike is gonna say. To, to counteract what you said, I mean,
3: there's nothing like say he can. He can. We can talk about whatever the factual points are, but again, you can't debate a factual statement. I made a factual statement just. Now. Oh, man,
2: Mike, something on your mind, player? Nothing. Bo has done. Everything Bo's done is replaceable. That's all I'm saying. Everything he's I just I, I, dis- I disagree, with that, I, I disagree with that. Everything he's done I, everything he's done everything is he's done that's kind well, of I, harsh. Everything I, I, every everything he's done is replaceable because I did, with but, that. because of the inconsistency. I'd rather take a, a, a consistent quarterback. Change the argument. I agree. You're, you're making the exact regular, same argument right, I just right. did. You said yeah, everything but, but,
3: he's done. You're taking yeah. talking about the sum total of his work. Is replaceable. right. right. Look, see, there, there, see, are okay. there are plenty of athletic kids. There are plenty of athletic kids that the,
2: can come in and do the things that Bosa. We're watching them all over the conference. We're watching them all over the conference. He's dead Name. last in almost every single meaningful statistic. It's all replaceable. Who in
3: our conference at quarterback could make that Texas A&M play that he did this year? Name one quarterback in our conference that does that. One. I challenge you to name a single SCP. They don't supporter. have to, because they can they can throw that, the that's ball. not The that's question not I asked you whether they had to, I said, can they? Are they even capable? Whether they, they have don't, to or not. They
2: don't, they don't need to. That's not so the question, So you're trading one thing the question for is, another. Can they do you're it? Cha- you're I, trading I, one thing for another. It's all replaceable. You get rid of this deal. Can you change the tire on your car mock? And you throw the ball. That's all I'm can saying. You, can you, you change
3: it. the tire on a car? We mic. don't
1: need it. We don't need it. Can you change the tire on a car, Mike? It's replaceable. Hey, B, B, how you doing, man? I'm it doesn't right, have to doing? be apples for this apples, great, bro. It doesn't great. It have I'm to saying, be apples for apples. How's a wife?
3: Give me a kid it,
2: who can do all these other things well. What, what about, what about that? apples for apples
1: has
3: to do? Until you're say, not comparing apples to apples. I said there is a that's my point. He
2: didn't. That's my point. Merge. It, doesn't, it to be. If we're gonna you're have, make, if you're we're making, gonna have you're, a, if we're gonna have a, a conversation, you're making a <laughs> non-point. It Doesn't matter. Everything he's done. Is how is play it play. a non-point? That is, you're a not non-point. even making sense
1: right it, now. It, hey B, it, it doesn't matter. this morning.
2: <laughs> how does oh, it Bo, not matter? Oh, Bo had another. Bo had an amazing I play. Had play. Coffee, right. man, there are other quarterbacks who could have the same kind of amazing plays in other ways. We don't necessarily need
1: that. I
2: didn't it's, say that.
3: You're you're, you're arguing something I'm not even saying. That doesn't okay. even, like that doesn't make any sense for you to argue something I'm not. All right, saying. gentlemen. What All right, gentlemen.
2: He's what he's doing is replaceable. All right, All gentlemen. I don't, I don't care what you say, man? Listen, we can we can get a lot of guys to come in and do what Bo Nixon's <laughs> Y'all have
0: inspired system. me, man. Period. I got to make Period. some some fighting music. I got to make some music that is intense. So just for <laughs> y'all, the war arguing, room, man. Right. We're supposed to be uh, it's, talking it's like be this, some man. Some but some that doesn't make You
2: you you sounded like a hater right there, Mike. I ain't gonna lie. Thank you for listening to the War Report Podcast. You can support us by visiting our merchandise store. You can find links to the merchandise store on Facebook and the About section on our YouTube channel. If you would like access to more premium content, visit us on YouTube and click Join to become an insider. War Eagle, and now back to more of the show. You sound like a hater He's a good one. He's good care. at it, though. That's, that's why I, I like you.
0: Mike. He's a good hater. He was hating on Aaron Rodgers on that Super Bowl Sunday show. I ain't forgot about that. <laughs> He ain't have no answer for my, for my, what I said. I said, Green Bay is terrible without Aaron Rodgers, and Brady and Breeze's teams be good without them. So what do you
2: got to say like, well, I like rings. That ain't the
0: question. <laughs> I
2: hate you a hater. I hate some Aaron Rodgers. I do hate Aaron Rodgers. you a hater, He's good. exactly. I, I, acknowledge, Listen, I acknowledge his greatness. I'm just saying. Listen, if Tyler Shuck comes to Auburn,
1: that, that means more competition, which is for really sure. one of the things I said will, will be a success. Bo is getting pushed. We got better competition. Hey, listen, I'm all for it. Bring it on. I want to see the play at quarterback position elevated. Let's talk about Tennessee. Man. Cody Brown Tennessee released from his. To uh come to to Auburn. She ain't to Auburn. Yeah,
3: but like, why not release the one dude that we actually have to have a good I'm shot saying. at getting,
1: man? I'm waiting on like we need to start a countdown for Dylan Brooks because yeah, where are the free free Dylan Brooks uh, tweets? That's what we, now we now. need. hashtag right. hashtag Free Dylan Brooks. That's we what did, we need to start. Start. We did that. it for Sharif. I need. I, we need to get on that about. They us. have start to it. Let him go. They, they have to release him. Start I think. Start the hashtag, hashtag free, free Dylan.
2: Yeah, Free they don't dealing. have a choice. They have to release him. So, so you don't think him.
1: you don't think Cody Brown's coming to uh, coming no. to Auburn?
2: He's not coming. To Auburn. I don't.
1: I don't think. I don't think it's a high high probability. Mm-hmm. I don't think. The, I mean, the coaching staff wasn't even him. considering him. No, no, yeah. they not yeah. chasing him. Yo, Uzi, I promise, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: McDonald's volunteer, Ronald McDonald House charity. Yeah. <laughs> see,
0: that, that, I think maybe what was going oh, on man. there
2: was they were w- waiting
0: to fill the whole staff out and say, "All right, man, look, here's who your new new coach is going to be. Here's what the defense is going to be. Come on, give us a chance. Stick around." And they're they're, right. they're probably trying that right now, just for the kid to go, "No, I'll see
2: you later." You know what? <laughs> I'm so happy that y'all listen to the I'm stuff saying, that we say. Thank you, man. Thank you, you know what? Really <laughs> I'm really happy that you guys oh, actually listen to Yo, these interviews. Yeah.
3: Y'all are. If y'all on don't watch another of the one. stuff, you don't even get all these inside jokes, bro. Y'all are. Like, it's
1: crazy. On yeah.
2: one. Mm-hmm. Bob no. Edwards says that uh, Demetri- Demetrius Davis looks like Breeze. Uh, he, he, from a height standpoint, yeah, certainly, right? Like, I mean, yeah. he's going to have. He's going to have some things to overcome. That was a big knock on Breeze was they didn't think he'd be tall enough, literally, to see over the off the linemen and complete passes. And, and statistically, he's the best quarterback ever, right? So, like, right? Uh, I I would say um, Davis is going to uh, have a chance, but uh, th- these transfers from Tennessee, man, we need to we need some guys to come in and just put around these other guys, right? I'd like to see Derek Mason get one. Great guy on defense in this class. I think that Brooks could be that guy, you know. Uh, and, and from what I'm saying, what I, yeah, right, uh, we've talked to Brad. And I can I can tell you this. Um, everything that I've seen says as soon as he gets that release, he's in the books. And, you know, we did a facts or not where we asked if this recruiting class was a success. I said uh, no. No. No, I didn't think, I don't think you can call the lowest rating recruiting class, recruiting class we've had in 12, uh, 12 or 15 years a success. Uh, but if you get Brooks, this is a success. I think this is a success. Right, well, I thought it was just, a success because I think we have enough. And considering
0: where we were before we started, it, it was rough. And you know what? That may have been what ended Gus's – two things ended Gus's tenure here. It was, number one, him saying, oh, we'll get him next year after we lost some game we shouldn't have lost. And then it was him not having a strong enough class to say, you can't get rid of me because look what I got coming in. Right, he didn't even have that shot right in the tank anymore. Like, he, the, they knew that they risked he, but losing but he nothing. He tried to play losing. that card super early in the season, too. Like,
3: he was like, mm-hmm. man, he's trying to sell up, like, what he felt like. Man, I was like, ah, oh, this dude. Mm. Yeah. Oh, playboy yeah. yeah. talk about him because we got a whole other topic about uh
2: playboy d nice. says that harson likes davis uh, was that a quote or like i was about to say where, where i doubt it's that a quote
1: i uh, doubt it's a, a quote
2: was that something you read i would i would like to know if that is based on something uh verifiable <laughs>
1: <laughs> mr steal your coaching job oh my god
2: <laughs> oh my goodness uh I mean, listen, Harson. I mean, I think for Harson on the recruiting end with all this stuff, I mean, having the option of having the Oregon kid come in and then Dylan Brooks and and some of the other options that he was going to have definitely gives him a lot more flexibility this year. And it tells me that if he can actually coach him up, they can be, they can win immediately. Now, I, I have waffled on this. Uh, because where where of are how y'all I'm hearing this home.
3: stuff? Like, what? Where, where are y'all hearing this stuff? Like, you so see, you heard Harson likes him. You heard he's not act like. Where? Where is this?
2: <laughs> who said? Wait, who said that? Stephen Riley. Stephen Riley. I don't know where you get it up from. That that's none of his statistics say that. His highlight tape is one of the best I've ever seen. Uh he is deadly accurate and almost a, under pressure on the run, on the move. He is plus seventy percent in all those categories. Uh, um, he's good. Right. So. The, uh, now whether the speed of the game will allow him to remain that accurate is, is, is left to be seen, right? Because he's a freshman. So, uh, but he's got him he, mechanically, he's, a, he's, he's as sound as I've seen for a dual threat in quite some time. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, so for Harson, I was saying for Harson, you know, I've waffled on whether or not, he could win immediately based on how recruiting kind of fell apart it looked like it fell apart for a second uh-huh. and now I'm back to my original stance I think that this does not have to be a throwaway year for him I uh-huh. think that there's enough left in the bag that if he can coach yeah. him up he can win this year he can win this year I still expect an eight win season but I I I'm I'm leaning a little bit more towards B that 9 and 3 is real possible you know I called it's it in January it's possible I called it in yeah, January yeah. Yeah, if if he yeah. can if he can do it's the possible. right if he can get what he needs to get out of this spring, and they have a great summer in the weight room, and they are able to install like we mentioned earlier, I think nine to three <laughs> is definitely a possibility.
3: Yo, isn't it crazy that uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Steele got left at the altar twice uh, already? This season? like he was the interim head coach here, then he was interim at Tennessee, and they and nobody wanted him Ooh, to be. They paying yeah, him so
2: nine hundred thousand to pick up coffee, <laughs> like. That's, hey, that's that's his a good job. I, I mean, train. yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at it for that, man. Um, yeah. But yeah,
1: we'll we'll just see. We'll just see again. This this class ain't as Harson said. They're not done, so they could still move up recruiting wise. And the class, after all said and done, can actually be looking kind of all right. So we'll just see what happens. We'll again hashtag Free Dylan and it's D Y L A N. All right, Dylan. Yeah, Dylon,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Free Dylan Brooks. That spit hot fire. Spit out of fire! So, really? all right, guys, let's let's get to it. Um, yeah. Everyone's been talking about it. Everyone's been talking about it. The Gus bus then got some some new used tires and rolled down to Orlando. And Gus is at UCF. Boss yeah. gentlemen?
0: Yeah, mm. or, uh, whatever. It's the perfect job for Gus. It's it's yeah, the no perfect partner, job. No expectations. For them. The, well, no, that's not true. No, I don't
1: know they about expect that, right? to
0: win. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know the about that. AD I... said that he asked the players what they would like in a head coach to be considerate of of what the players want. He Said a high powered offense, mm-hmm. somebody who competes eh. for championships, eh. and a high character guy. Okay. So when One I agree, for three I'm ain't bad. bad One for three ain't bad One <laughs> for three is one bad One for three But that's so, not so, so, the where, so where does that equate now, To now, wait, for Gus? Compete because for championships Or compete ed Compete ed for UCF championships UCF Is Okay let's Can we agree on Let's find some common ground on this Is UCF The best group of five school Pro- no. Football
2: program No What's the best group of five football Over, program over what time period <laughs> Current Yeah as in, no, oh, they're not. Last, four, let's can, say, last four you, years up to going I would say I, I,
0: I would say yes. I would say yes if
1: you add in previous years. Yeah, I, I, yeah. since I, he's making, a,
0: since
3: he's making a strong push, though. They've been on a steady decline since and the year they beat us. Now, part of that was because they lost their starting quarterback, but they've been on a steady decline. And since for, then. and when well, they lost their, their head coach. coach, yeah, and Frost. Right, they lost their coach. They lost their starting quarterback. Since then, that program has been on a decline. So this is the perfect time to pick up Gus and maybe well, do something I, I right, feel but like, I feel like he I feel like he can have some success there. He, I feel I, like he, I agree. I'm talking about expectations for where the program is going to be right,
0: nationally. Right. So they I'm, might I'm, can win that conference. Man. So I'm talking about what does USC in the USC, excuse me. What UCF. does UCF expect of their program? So, so to win the conference. But, uh, but okay. I'm saying yeah, right. what which, if you're comparing winning
3: the Sun Belt to winning the SEC as far no, as the AAC, AAC,
0: They're they're I
3: don't I don't care where it is, man. It ain't the SEC <laughs> monetization. It, I ain't saying it. It, it right. ain't. It ain't the SEC. No, if no, you it's win not. that it's conference, not, conference course, are
2: you, If you course. win that
3: conference, do you have a shot at a true national championship, not the fake one that they got for going undefeated?
2: Yeah, I don't think that's the expectation. No, no that's though. not
3: the expectation. What not I don't think it is is the that the is. expectation to be a coach in the is that expectation we have as fans or should have for our coach at Auburn. He's not our coach, yes or no? We're talking about. UCF I'm asking about expectations for the coach, though. For, for winning, him or to, for to do to do what? What are the about SEC? expectations for You see, we're specifically for, for, talking for, about the expectations for UCF. follow my logic. Follow my logic. Okay, okay. I'm saying the expectations for what Gus could possibly do at UCF are lower. Than what that he could possibly do at Auburn, because this is a higher caliber program. Okay, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's my whole point. Yeah. Oh, there's you're no. I'm scaling it.
0: I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I'm not on making a scale, those, then maybe yes. yes. I'm, I'm talking, talking on, on a scale. scale so, so yeah. UCF, I'm, I'm just like any Group of Five school, <laughs> I think what their expectations are is we've got to win our one or two games against Power Five conferences that we have, and then we need to go undefeated in our conference. Win yeah. our conference championship games and hope and pray somebody puts us in an at-large bid. Yeah, he said ball.
2: that. He said that on the Fine Show today, right? He said that they have to get a top ten team on the schedule. They have to win that game and they got to win all the other ones, right? That's right. Like, okay. I mean, here, here's the thing with 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 Gus, But Gus, we know Gus is good to pull an upset on team yeah. that he got to win. That's no why I think beating. it's a good. It's, it's a right. good
1: spot for him
3: because right. yeah. the yeah. expectations aren't as high. Yeah, so I, I beats them. Great if he does. not I will well, trade not Bama. To
1: I'll trade Bama and Georgia for South Florida and Cincy any day. If I'm Gus, like that's you got to beat
0: those two teams. And so, okay, so bet that's the the difference bet. between UCF for Gus and Auburn for Gus is that Auburn is the at best fourth biggest fish in the pond, maybe right. fifth. Now that Texas A and M is is coming back to the block, UCF is the first probably the biggest fish in the AAC I'll agree with that and as far as expectations
3: for him in that conference it's probably higher so I'll I'll agree if if we're putting it on that scale his his standard for slippage is a lot less there because he is the big
2: boy on that block he's been at the big program he's Absolutely. Beating Nick
0: Saban, which he has beaten Nick Saban, it didn't eight, amount to eight
2: wins, eight wins a year won't get it. In, 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 no, you can't yeah. because
0: now he doesn't have any excuses. There's nobody in his conference, in, a conference out recruiting him. There right. is nowhere. He can go every, after Florida snatched up everybody and Miami snatched up everybody. Then he can go, all right, I should get the best pick of whatever's left, and I should still get the guys before um temple gets them before Memphis gets them before anybody else in their conference gets them so now he doesn't have the very real even though it's still kind of an excuse why are you not getting an offensive line that can compete in your conference that's not a problem anymore it shouldn't be a right. problem right. anymore right. so what well, you well, should be also, able to beat those teams
2: well also if he finds a halfway decent quarterback in their conference that quarterback can run around with bad fundamentals and they can still win games. Exactly because he doesn't he's have to be the pros. same caliber. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Honey, honey you're going to have honey. one or two, but it's not going to be
3: a squad full of them. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, the
0: competition um, around him is going to be much I think less he's going to do well. So listen, he do I I well. think
3: Gus will do well in that conference. I think he is going to be back up as being uh, back into the place where they're going to regard him as one of the better offensive minds or head coaches in the nation because uh, his record is going to be decent um but my point is that even if he goes undefeated there then what like what does it mean in the grand scheme of Nothing. things like it's not going to mean anything so he would undefeated have to beat there some, is he would have to, undefeated,
0: undefeated there something to would build. have to be yeah. beating a one loss Floor of the team that that one loss was the only reason they didn't go to the SEC championship like he would have to be a very, very good team for it to be meaningful. I don't think yeah. he right. does it because he won't not to, get the it, It's not it.
2: meaningful to us, man. What I'm saying is no, for the UCF mean, fan base, it right. is meaningful. For right. them oh, for the sure. One hundred percent. They're their fan base, it's it's meaningful. So, like, uh, here, I'm remiss if I don't say this. I'm happy for Gus and I hope that he's happy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. I when hope I, he's happy enough to send us some money back. He'd be like, you know um, what Right. Really
1: no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. You hope he's happy? He's yeah. getting paid, not the coach at Auburn, and paid the coach at I hope at He's UCF. happy
2: enough to send no. us some money yeah. he, back. Well, nah. no, I he's think not. he was happy. He's I don't not think he was happy. I don't think he was happy at Auburn, right? I don't he think he was. was happy I mean, having yeah. to deal with you all know the what? stuff that he had to deal with here. Right. Let's let's
3: be real. That's the point, is that it's difficult to be a happy head coach when you have somebody over your shoulder trying Mm -hmm. because we we talked about this I think might have just been Mike and I talking about this over the phone um what's clear is Gus he made it very clear he was going to be the guy calling plays in UCF Mm -hmm. right he missed calling plays Mm -hmm. the last couple of years he was trying to sell us on this idea that he was okay being the CEO Mm -hmm. and letting somebody else do x he hated it he absolutely Mm -hmm. hated it but he was being forced to do that because people wanted to see our offense produce something different on the field than what it had been doing. Right. And so they forced him to go hire a more high profile offensive coordinator. They're like, all right, we'll pay for a better guy. We'll bring him in. We want you to run the program like this, right? Gus hated it. And it Absolutely. showed in, in his demeanor impressed like his energy was just not there. And that, and, and for whatever it's worth, it showed in the play on the field. He was detached from the thing he loved the most which was calling plays. right? And it it just, his energy was different, right? And so I I just don't know how a program is going to be successful when your head coach doesn't even really enjoy the job he's got.
2: Right. So again, I hope that Gus finds happiness at UCF without all the stress of having to coach at a place like Auburn, right? But what I hope most of all is that the kids that play for him get a chance to actually develop and get a chance to go to the next level, right? right? Like I think that, you know, I hope that He is not um, as I don't think I hope that he's not arrogant enough to think that he he didn't have some growth to make as a coach. Right. And um, (laughs) what uh, I hope also is I hope that um, if for some reason what a lot of the fans are calling happens and Bo follows him down there, which I think would be a terrible idea. Yeah. You know, I think I think that what that should what that signals to me is is that Bo thinks that he doesn't have anything to fix, right? Like because if you're following Gus, yeah, you know, like I I just think that that is the wrong thing for him to do. Stay here, man, and tough it out with Harson for one year. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and and learn something and challenge yourself. Right, and and, and 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 if I I will maintain this until I'm blue in the face. You know, despite how hard I am on Bo, if he wins the starting job under harson and bobo i don't believe it'll just be because he's the two-year incumbent i don't right. Right. i think right. it's because yeah, people right. have proved no, it no. on the field in practice right, i agree 100 the best yeah, he was the best guy for the job if he wins it and, and we if, should feel good about him
1: winning like if he yeah, wins right. we should feel good right. because he's done what he right. needed to do
2: to take the next step in his right. development yeah but following yeah. Gus down the u c f is not the way forward for Bo, like I get it if he wants to transfer if he doesn't win the job because I do believe that he deserves to start somewhere and play under somebody who knows what to do with his talent and knows how to get the most out of him I guess mm-hmm. right knows how to to fix this up here so they can do it. Shout out Thomas Sanders thank for you joining. thomas right Welcome. like you know but uh 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 gus man down to ucf right like you know um i know we, we've got one more topic to cover here on this right like but yeah i, I just i just hope that gus is actually happy at ucf he, he looked happy yeah, totally. in his press conference he right. did it was glowing yeah. he looked like yeah weight lifted off his shoulders yeah twenty yeah. one, twenty one million 21 million dollars will do that for a lot of people but like other than you gotta any ain't got to deal with an assistant you know you know whatever yeah. yeah, yeah still. But, but hey, oh, God, and we, Travis, boy,
3: Travis Williams. Yeah boy, yeah. boy, T. will is down there with hey. him. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him for finally getting his uh, D.C. Yeah. He's been That's wanting right. to be a defensive coordinator for a while, um, you know. And so li- listen, <clears> I, this I, I have to say this on camera. We constantly heard crap about how Travis Williams was part of this cool attempt to get Gus out of Auburn can we please put that rumor to bed now? Right. We tried to tell you guys on the show that there was no merit to that whatsoever. If he was part of that, Gus wouldn't have hired him for his explain
1: staff. this. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. That this doesn't,
3: that, those either Gus is just gullible. And T will was like, nah, that wouldn't me," And it really was like, or, they really had a good relationship, like we right. have been trying to say.
1: Right. And
3: any of those rumors, to the contrary, were just silly and fabricated. That had absolutely nothing to do with Y.T. Will didn't get the job here because he was a part of some coup attempt. It was clearly they, they just had different stuff going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, let Travis is an upstanding dude. I wish absolutely nothing but the best for that man. And hopefully this is a catapult to him getting into the place where he wants to be as a coordinator. Right. And, and if he if he has aspirations of being a head coach, then hopefully this is the first step in that direction as well. So kudos to him for getting that job,
1: man. Yeah. And I expect him to succeed, man, because, again, he hits it off of those kids. Those kids play for him. The kids love him. Yeah. I, I th- I'm i happy for him. And 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 to be honest, I wouldn't have it any other way for him because this
2: is just the next step for him in his evolution as a coach. I, what do what do we make? What do we make of Cody getting hired at UCF? Going to Tennessee? that, that and Josh then, Heupel
3: was impressed by him for some reason, and when he right. made the transfer, he was like, "Hey, come on up here with me," because uh, mm-hmm, Heupel must have job. been part of the reason why he got to UCF in the first place. And then when he right. did,
0: he was like, All "Yeah, right, come on over he here." Was. So he maybe so. we'll get to see now how much of what we didn't see happening with the wide receivers was still on Gus Malzahn. Yeah, like that's right. I'm I'm right. interested to see right. not just. Well, so that's clear, though, like, I
3: just think it was on Gus. House, it was know, on Gus. Like, the, the, the route tree is, is evident of that. Like, I think Gus wants receivers who can be open when the play allows you to be open and block. Outside of that, those receivers aren't going to be taught how to do releases off the line. They're not going to be taught how to stem routes at the top of it. They're not going to be taught how to... Um, you know use leverage and, and under, Like when we were talking we're, shout out Again to Ben he's going to be our uh, Next building rapport segment that's going to be Dropping this Monday you're going to hear Ben Talk about how he reads Leverage uh, in the defensive backfield In order to know Devin. how he's supposed to run it Devin excuse me yeah. uh, what did I say Ben. 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 Oh, yeah. ben. You're going to hear Devin talk about That uh, and how He reads the defensive back to know how he's Supposed to run the route based upon what the play Is called do you think wide receivers at Auburn are learning to read the defensive backfield before this uh, pre-snap to know if this is a 10-yard out route? This is how I'm supposed to run that route in order to be open and
2: right. the quarterback and you are going to say, no, right. that is not right. part of Gus Malzahn's offensive strategy at all. Right. Yeah, it's right. not That's that complex. Incredible. Yeah, that was an incredible interview uh, from a receiver. I mean, it was it was very technical um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, our, uh, our guy, uh, Cornelius Williams, right? Is bring mm, yeah. some of that kind of teaching, which they say to, he's a technical guy. They
3: say yeah. Cornelius
2: Williams is really a technical technician when it comes to the wide receiver position. Right. Yeah. I I, I I'll be excited to see you know the, a little bit of that with these receivers here uh, coming up, and you know we just need a guy who can get them the ball on time, and I think the sky's the limit for this team uh, next year. Uh, they can really if they can play if they can start fast and we can beat because we have Georgia early in the season, if I recall again, right. Um, uh, they can start fast Sixth game. I think it's, it's six about, six six. about halfway through the season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, earlier than we normally play them, right? For sure. For sure. Uh, for and sure. Uh, they can start fast, and they could get some wins under their belt. Man, watch out if you you let it. If you let an almost great team get confident, just be careful. No, for sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. If you let them pick for up, sure. up steam. Confidence. Yeah. Will they start. Yeah. You let them pick it, up steam.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, I, if you already bought in, but then you start
2: believing.
0: Right. Yeah. Based on what you're
2: seeing on the field. Yeah. It's 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 it, look out look mm-hmm. out for them for sure. Yeah. So I I, I I I'm happy for Travis. I'm not I'm on. I'm I hope he succeeds, but I'm not sure that this was the right move for him. To follow well, Gus. my yeah, hope so like, is
1: that if he does well, he can actually get called up to a right. P5 school. Or, yeah, you know I hope, what I mean? So, so my, my thing is, I'm I'm looking for him to progress. I'm not looking yeah. for him to be at UCF long term.
2: Yeah, yeah. Two sure. years of lockdown defense and then get out. Right. Absolutely. Take that yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Take, if he if he can right.
3: figure out how to reproduce what Kevin Steele was doing at Auburn, which is uh, save the offenses, butt when it wasn't producing anything on the field consistently, um, yeah, T. Will is going to get he's going to get a, a a big raise coming up.
1: Yeah. yeah, He's gonna get someone's gonna call him up for sure because that's everyone's looking for that next coordinator, right? Coming from a, a UCF, so if he does well, I, I, I like I like his trajectory. So, all right,
2: last last question, right?
1: Uh, I mean, do we want to talk about whether or not the uh, Gus's
3: success it will will put pressure on Harson? Like, does yeah. this make Harson? Feel like it's a win now mode. Like if Gus goes down here and kills it his first year, do we? Does the Auburn fan base now grumble and say, "See, look, you got rid of Gus too soon. Look what he's doing at UCF." Is that a thing?
0: Nah, no. There's no look at at their schedule. You
3: think the fan base will do? Will will agree with you? The people who have been chirping about Gus Malzahn should not have been fired. If he goes down to UCF and loses one game or goes undefeated, and we have and we uh, only win eight, seven games this season. Is
1: Harson on the hot seat in their eyes, or some of the
3: boosters who were not?
1: I don't think he's uh, on the hot seat. You probably hear a lot of "We told you so's." Maybe yeah, that's my. I mean, you hear that's a lot of "We told so, you yeah. so's," but yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. you put him on a heart. Like if if Harson wins eight games, he's on schedule. Like he's right. on schedule, and he's going to build off of that, right? Regardless of what Gus does. But if Gus has success, you're going to have some "I told you so's" from people who didn't yeah. want Gus gone for sure.
2: You're gonna cares? have you can have some. I told you souls souls from people who don't know anything about football. Of course, I'll, I'll say it now. I, I don't, don't think that that's very fair. I don't think it's very fair to
3: even compare the two. two Somebody yeah. said. It. It's Somebody not. just said it in the comments. That's like the comparison
2: of Bo Nix and Pat Mahomes. Oh yeah, it's not. Fa- it's yeah. not fair um. to Bo Nix, right? <laughs> to yeah. compare him to one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever throw football. Like it's right. just not fair to him. We play in Bama, know. LSU, Georgia. And you're playing Texas Cincinnati, Texas
0: Louisville. Uh, and listen, we we are not in the same league. Literally, we we, yeah, we, yeah. we are worlds apart with our competition. The only way there it would be a fair comparison is if they go undefeated and we play them in a bowl game and they win and they beat us. Oh yeah. my goodness, that's it. Then and you got us. something to gripe about.
2: Now that yeah. might hurt. My that might hurt a little bit. <laughs> right. If, if <laughs> Gus now that might hurt somehow winds up in a bowl game against Tarsus. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, pizza. hold on, hold on. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait.
2: Wait, bowl game?
0: Yeah. Gus? That's good. No, we're good. We're good. We're, good. Right, we're good. No, we're good. <laughs> Don't worry
1: about it. That's not happening. That's not happening. Right. Did someone say bowl game and Gus? No. Uh, oh. yeah. No, nah,
3: nah, fam. So, no, like, peep, peep this, though. He plays, they play Boise State their first game of the year, right? So I he has an opportunity beat. to beat Harson's old team, and right. then they run the gambit in their league, and then they play Auburn in the bowl game. Who like, took what that What kind job? of craziness would that be?
2: Who took Somebody who was already State there. State job? yeah.
3: Yeah, I think they promoted with from within. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, all right. So maybe somebody who can mm-hmm. carry over what Harson was doing? Possibly. Uh, Talking about, talk about
1: Boise? No, Boise, yeah. they hired uh, the defensive coordinator from Oregon, I think.
3: Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. that's right, because he was okay. one of the guys they were mentioning
2: for us yeah. uh, at one point yeah. in time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. As Avalos. Does, yes, Gus Avalos? To, does, does Gus have to win that um, game? Against Boise State? Yeah.
3: Um I think that's going to be one of the more marquee games on the the thing that's out of conference. So I think it's logical to say he should win his biggest out of conference game. Sure. But it's the first game of the season, right? Dude, like, right and right. so there's going to be a ton of expectation. Now we talk about
1: expectation. That's going to be a game for UCF, right? Placed- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right.
3: There's going to be a ton of expectation uh placed on them if they get embarrassed in that game like it's going to get it's going to get warm real fast like
2: what's going on here so yeah for sure definitely cuz uh,
1: yeah that does normally doesn't happen to them not getting embarrassed yeah. so
2: mm, yeah <clears throat> hey, either way I don't think I don't think that uh, uh Harson you know a, a lot of people have called for patience with Harson I'm on that train right like listen man let's just give this man a chance uh to prove it um but it doesn't but you got to look at more than wins and losses in this first season right it's not right. just about wins and losses. Now he, he can't go again. Out of, again, have if, a losing record. Right. If but we like, go eight
1: and four, and in. we're we're pushing Georgia <laughs> and Bama to the to the limit, like they got to work instead of just cruising over us. And we're playing their second team by the third, fourth quarter, like we did Georgia this past year. Right. Like if we're not doing that, then that's improvement because we didn't do that last year. Right. 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 You know what I mean? So I I, I want to just see us close the gap on the field with. With our biggest opponents, man. Like, if we that's, lose, that's the thing. <clears throat> we make them work.
3: And that's the thing that, you know, uh, again, fans have to be uh, it, wins and losses definitely matter, but like how you win and lose games absolutely matters too. Absolutely. Um, and so I just want to see us compete. We, we just weren't competitive in too many games last year and then losing games that we weren't supposed to or the last couple of years. That's right. disheartening as a fan.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Guys, continue to support, uh, continue to comment. And uh, guys, we will see you on our oh, as, as always. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on the War Report on Twitter, IG, and it's TW Report on TikTok. Let's get out of here. And as always, gentlemen, where you going where you
0: going? Ace.